are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked on Flames. Thank you so much for making Locked on Flames the first listen of your day. Today is a two-pod day, thanks to uh, my crazy life and work school schedule right now, but, you know, I hope that we keep you entertained here, and it is my really number one priority to make sure that you are enjoying this podcast and getting as much information out of it as possible. So uh, let's jump right into this. But first, I do want to ask you to make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast and you will, of course, uh, follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. So just kind of rewinding a little bit the flames preseason is over the (laughs) the overreactions have stopped um well now al uh ds game four in boston is tied uh so i'm so sorry if you hear any cheering from that (laughs) but uh anyways the overreactions after a few losses and uh just unpredictability really it's preseason it's in the past now we don't have to read too much into it um but Blake Coleman will not be starting in game in the first game of the season as he was suspended for a um boarding call in Winnipeg and you know it's good to see the league doing the whole player safety thing (laughs) we'll see how long that lasts honestly uh Vladar I thought looked fantastic in that second to last game of the preseason I think that Markstrom finally has somebody behind him and the Flames finally have a goaltending tandem that can really sit there and play off of each other and I'm not sure if you guys uh are familiar with how some tandems work in rec- I, I'm sure you're familiar with it I shouldn't assume that you're not but um where they kind of just go every other night back and forth between the two I don't see that as the case here I think that uh Sutter knows that he has a strong solid goaltender in Markstrom and I don't think Markstrom uh, would really benefit from having, you know, every other night off. I do think that, um, there have been just some complete overreactions in regards to the goaltending. I think it's just absolutely ridiculous that, you know, you expect (laughs) a guy whose NHL debut was, like, in the NHL or was in the bubble and he allowed like six goals and like he didn't see many NHL games after that and just to kind of like already write this kid off is laughable because you know he has had stellar performances in the preseason he really came in here after not seeing time in the NHL with the Bruins really because they had Rask and they had a solid backup and then Jeremy Swayman came in and you know kind of took over that role and Vladar is a great goalie he's a great kid who 
wants to win and has that competitive edge to him, I don't see there being any sort of issue um, with that competitiveness level. I think that there are some goalies in the past that just have almost seemed lazy when they're in between the net and they'll let that high goal count kind of get to them and say, okay, like I don't need to play my A game because we're already losing 3 nothing. But I don't think that that's the case with this kid. I think that he's going to be good. Uh, for the most part, I, I think that the lines looked good. And tomorrow, or the later episode today, we will have um, the roster for opening night. And of course, we have to look at the defense. Um, I don't think really that anyone wants to look at the defense, but take a few deep breaths and it'll be okay. <laughs> Coming up next, coming up next, we are going to talk about uh, the Chris Tanev, Connor McDavid situation that is kind of is old news at this point, but I think like it does need to be addressed for good measure. But first, let me talk to you about DirecTV. If you're like me, you probably have your iPad, your phone, your laptop, and your TV going all at one time on game day. And there's nothing worse than forgetting the password or somebody changing the password to the streaming account, but DirecTV has you covered. Uh, so get rid of all the clutter and confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. And you will just need a compatible device and content varies by package. Thanks for tuning in to Locked on Flames, and don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. So last week, Connor McDavid uh, crashed the net and blamed uh, Chris Tanev for a dangerous play, and he made it sound like Tanev was like headhunting and was trying to take him out, and Kristen Anderson, the former host of Locked on Flames, had the chance to sit down with Chris and talk with him. And he says, I'm not trying to take his legs out. I'm trying to play the puck. I mean, I hit the puck with my stick and he's trying to jump over me as well. So, I mean, obviously it is what it is. I'm trying to stop him from getting a breakaway and scoring. So, as I said, it's obviously unfortunate. I'm not looking to take anyone's legs out or anything. I'm trying to go stick on puck. Okay, so that... That's the answer. That That's all <laughs> we needed. Uh, I think the NHL's golden child needs to relax. <laughs> he needs to kind of give it a break. I mean, I'm pretty sure there were a few games against Calgary last season where he was absolutely throwing elbows and playing a rather aggressive game. I thought that that was just... Um, uh, kind of hypocritical for McDavid and I think that everybody was kind of on the same page there in regards to um <laughs> you know just the sort of hip not hypocrisy but just how blatantly ridiculous that is for McDavid to you know be up in arms about when he is playing a violent game as well but then I just, I also just wanted to talk about Travis Hamanick for a second because he was placed on waivers. 
Sunday. Yeah, Sunday by Vancouver. And a lot of people are once again saying (laughs) that he is anti-vax and like all this stuff. And it's been reported on (laughs) numerous occasions that he's not anti-vax and like he's vaccinated and there's an issue, like there's a bigger issue at hand here. And (laughs) uh, I just wanted to find the tweet so I could read it. But (laughs) you guys, this, I don't know. You guys know that Travis Hamnick is a, obviously a former flame and this is the tweet. And I'm not going to give the person's at who said it because they got ratioed. Um, (laughs) uh, It's pretty funny. Okay. Did the Canucks not do their due diligence on Hamannick before they signed him? The entire situation in Vancouver is a mess, and frankly, it is astonishing people aren't losing jobs over it. Um, <laughs> this person is calling for people's jobs because Travis Hamannick is um, having personal issues, and the hypocrisy there is hysterical. We were just showering Carrie Price with so much love for putting himself first. And Travis Hamnick is doing the same. Uh, we don't really know what's going on, but we can assume that it has to do with the health of his child. And we can speculate there, considering the reports have said he is not anti-vax. He is, in fact, vaccinated. And... I just, it's very funny. And for this person to do it on World Mental Health Day is, number one, embarrassing. And number two, I just, uh, come correct if you're going to try to drag someone. Uh, And the replies to the tweet are hysterical because everyone's like, uh, sorry, Hamannick signed the deal. Hamannick breached the deal. How is this the organization's fault? Um... Okay, so Benning, uh, today Benning was talking with the media and said, when we say personal matters, it's bigger than what you guys think it is. We're working with him to get him the help he needs. So clearly, like, there's something going on. And I just, it's absolutely disgusting to see people just, like, dogpile on him all while supporting and cheering on any other player who enters, um, you know, the player assistant program or whatever it may be to take care of themselves. But, um, I, I I really do hope everything's okay. Uh, I have a real soft spot for Hamannick. Uh, we come from similar backgrounds, so, um, obviously wishing him nothing but the best. But coming up next, we're going to do winners and losers of the week and have, uh, few more thoughts, but first let me talk to you about Built Bar. Built Bar is the fantastic tasting protein bar that really everyone should have, and um, I I quite enjoy them. Right now I have the uh, cookie dough crunch on my desk, and uh, for when I'm hungry during class, in between outlining the shows, and what have you. But uh, head on over to Built.com today and sign up for no, you're not signing up. <laughs> I always say this. You, 
<laughs> head on over to built.com today and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of your next order at built.com. Alrighty, so normally we do winners and losers on Friday, but I forgot to record on Friday. The winner is the WNBA because they are doing fantastic things and they had that really awesome Twitter commercial for Twitter sports. I thought that it was just absolutely so cool to see so many familiar faces. Um, a part of that commercial and last time I checked yesterday it had over 20 million views and that was just on Twitter and um, <laughs> it was played on air during uh, the WNBA championship last night. So shouts to everybody there and last night <laughs> uh or sorry the loser is uh the flames because they lost their captain and just for him to be named captain of the seattle kraken so thank you all so much for tuning into today's episode of locked on flames i'm your host jess belmosto and i'm here for you every single day with your latest and greatest flames news and we will chat later Bye bye <laughs>